Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danka, Bharati Jagdish, and Ryan Huang with you. It's uh, that time of the morning where we take a look at headlines investors will be paying attention to. Now, last week we saw a mixture of good and bad news, right? Yeah. And the Federal Reserve did announce its first rate hike with five more to come. Or is it six? Ryan? That six altogether. Question mark. So you've got six altogether, right? So that is a one, question mark. That five is more. A question mark. <laughs> well, the latest I've heard from what's been signaled is six plus the latest Fed hike. So we've got seven uh, this year. Uh, see, so we, so is that today's number of the day? It's well, confusing. That could be a number of the day. <laughs> but it could change depending on how things pan out in the coming months because things are so fluid. Inflationary okay. pressures okay. are still going to be closely watched. And talking about the Fed, they give gave a bit of clarity on how things might pan out. And I think that's why investors got back into the market in a strong fashion. And we saw the likes of consumer discretionary stocks among the top gainers. In fact, that sector was the top gainer, 9% mm. up. And followed by technology, which was in the green by 7.8%. On the flip side, the only major sector to decline was energy. And of course, we've been seeing headlines around oil prices and concerns about energy just clogging up all the concerns that people have been talking about in recent weeks and they were down 3.6%. And in the coming days, uh, investors will be closely watching a couple of things. Of course, top of the list is what's happening in Ukraine. And that is now seen among the latest headlines how Qatar is agreeing to supply Germany with LNG, liquefied natural gas, to help Germany reduce its dependence on Russian energy sources. Also, among the headlines, the Russian military delivering an ultimatum for the surrender of Mariupol city. And it wants all armed units of Ukraine to leave by 11 a.m. local time today. So a lot of things to watch out for today, at least when it comes to what's happening in Ukraine. Yeah, I mean, and, and I do appreciate, Bharti, you bringing up is it five or six or seven, eight, nine, ten. Because that's the, the story, that's been the story for a long time, right? Story. All that uncertainty. But it all comes back down, uh, and this was this is what I alluded to, it all comes back down to at the end of the day, whether it's five, six or seven, what kind of positive sentiment does it bring? And that's what investors have been digesting, you know, when they look at the markets. The key is to temper inflation. Sure. And if you meet those goals, go ahead and do it, yeah. I would say. And I'm pretty sure that market watchers and investors are factoring all of this into their decisions. Yeah. Okay. So so these are some of the things, and Ryan, you brought up problems that the Ukraine and Russia are facing. China's got their own problems as well. I mean, we, we were talking about this uh, early this morning, how they are going to close down Shanghai Disneyland being because of the COVID cases. That's right. So that's among the issues to watch out for. And I think more clamp downs happening across more cities. I think Jilin is the latest one. And this is going to be causing a lot of issues for its economy. And this will also have a spillover effect to other economies because of the demand for commodities and other stuff that will be impacting the fortunes of their neighbours. So right. that's when we want to watch COVID-19 in China. Mm. And talking about what's going to be factored in into those rate hike expectations, mm. you have more Fed speakers this week. In fact, more than a dozen Fed speeches from various central bankers from regional central banks. So that's going to be one to watch in the coming days. Okay. And also on the calendar, we have a few 
earnings reports coming through and they will give a bit of a better view of where things are on Chinese demand. Nike will be reporting their earnings today and EV maker Neo will be mm. reporting their earnings on Thursday. So both companies will be able to give a bit of a glimpse, is a better look into the latest updates on supply and demand trends. And among the other companies reporting as well, BuzzFeed, Tencent Music, General Mills. But you do have an idea of where Nike might go here, right? Mm. That's right. So diving into Nike in particular, so we have a lot of views on where Nike is when it comes to its supply chain issues, inflation and labour headwinds. And if you look at what Wells Fargo is looking at, it is reiterating its guidance for mid-single digits Full year 2022 revenue growth. So it's still quite okay. Crisis uh, thinks valuations on Nike relative to peers uh, may be reset after its numbers are out. So there could be a bit of de-risking there when it comes to Nike expectations. And Morgan Stanley is going to be looking very closely on supply and demand trends. And China is going to be the biggest wild card. So a lot of it will be resting on where the Chinese growth is going to be looking like. And also, if you look at BTIG, it is just a bit more cautious when it comes to where things are for Nike. It says it's too early to really figure out how Nike will be able to overcome any issues when it comes to supply chains or any demand constraints in China. Let's try and talk about something that's a little bit more positive. Japan! What do you miss most about Japan? Oh my gosh. The food. It's got to be the food. So many things. So many things. I, I love the crowd. Mm. I love how busy it is. Yeah. The energy. And it's very different from Hong Kong. I've lived there for a while. Uh, very different from Hong Kong because in Hong Kong, it's like chaos. But in Japan, it's an organized chaos. <laughs> I miss the subway, how you can connect anything to anything, to anywhere. Mm. <laughs> the politeness. Yeah, Japan has its charms. And Ooh. it's going one step closer to becoming well, a bit normal or at least normalizing to where it was before because it is lifting its COVID restrictions today. So more shops and restaurants will finally get back to, in a way, normal and be able to operate again. But how optimistic should we really be? Japan has been doing this start-stop thing for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, like many other countries, it has had to deal with how fluid COVID-19 has been. Mm. So at least for now, it is looking optimistic that it is able to operate and just um, let shops and businesses go back to normal in some fashion. So that's going to be a big deal when it comes to helping its economy bounce back. Well, they're used to wearing masks, at least. Uh, although I, I will say that the uh, whole idea of a peer pressure sort of enforcement didn't really work this time around. You're watching other results as well this uh, Monday morning. We are looking out for Pinduoduo. So that is the largest agriculture-focused technology platform in China. So it's pretty much like an Alibaba for agricultural goods, excuse me. So that is something that's coming out today. And it is worth watching because it is a US-listed Chinese company, the only one that is purely listed in the US. So something that we'll be watching or be closely watched. And also a corporate event today from Adidas, and they'll be holding an innovation day in Germany. And it's just one day ahead of Lululemon, which is going to be entering the footwear industry tomorrow with its first ever running shoe. Wow.
Mm, sounds like something to look forward to for sure. Here's something else that investors will be watching. Evergrande. Need I say more? <laughs> I forgot about these guys. Okay. Mm, let me remind you. They'll remind you automatically every few months. What's going on there, Ryan? Okay, another one for markets to closely watch is Evergrande. And of course, they have been struggling with the pressures of cash flows and being able to pay back what they owe to creditors, bondholders, they have a bond coupon due on Wednesday, $2 billion worth. And they will be closely watched to see if they can escape this time again because they have missed payments on other bonds last year. And another one to default on will just give more reason for investors to get a bit more concerned. Yeah, well, uh, here's one that uh, a place that we all love. I can't think of anyone who doesn't love Bangkok. Uh, they've reopened in the sense, and there's a motor show that's starting today. It is the 43rd Bangkok International Motor Show, and it's going to be happening from Wednesday to April the 3rd. And the big focus is on EVs. So the, the government has uh, recently approved a subsidy package to help drive the green automotive industry and we are going to be expecting a lot of products being showcased from China, Japan and European automakers. So we are expecting more than 20 EV models during the event. So a lot to watch out for in the coming days. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.